0: This is Bloomberg Business Week with Carol Masser and Jason Kelly on Bloomberg Radio.
1: Let's check in with a friend of the show, Herbie Calvis, the president of Mixed Fitness, joining us on the phone from lovely Katona, New York. Uh, In the midst of all of this, people trying to take care of themselves. Uh, Herbie, what are you seeing in the world of at-home fitness now? I mean, at-home, first of all,
0: great to be here. Thanks for having me back, Jason and Carol. Um, at-home fitness, it's intuitively, it's going through an explosion right now. Right. I mean, our, our brand and, and, and all of our competitors, I mean, what I'm hearing is 3 to 4x um, what they had forecasted for this these few weeks that we're in already.
1: And so what are you hearing from your customers in terms of, you know, how they're feeling about wellness? I mean, this is a very, and, and you and I have talked about this offline, it's a very anxious time, uh, and yet there is a... Moment, it feels like where people are saying, hey, maybe this is a time for a, a little bit, a little bit of self care. We heard that from the president of the American Medical Association earlier.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's one thing. It's like the logical, functional. Oh, the gyms are closed. I need a way to work out at home, and that's the the obvious, right? So people are looking for solutions like that. But I think there's a number of brands in the space that are. Prepared for, better prepared for a situation like this. Obviously, the space that we compete in, which is connected at home fitness, ourselves, Peloton, Tonal, Mirror, all those brands are in a good place to kind of meet consumers' needs and meet their members' needs. Um, But a lot of the gym brands, I think, are are scrambling to try to figure out how they meet their members' needs. Um, And it's more than just, again, fitness at home. It's, you know, how do they continue to provide that sense of community? You know the fitness itself is the table stakes, right. So you know it's it, we've talked about this at length, where you know fitness has become the new church. it's a It's a ritual for people. It's how with their sense of belonging. So you know, with everything that's happened and hit us like a freight train in the last two weeks. You know, there's people are are starving for that as much as they're starving for the exercise. The exercise they can figure out a way to get, but that sense of community, I think, it's a bigger piece.
2: Well, and we do wonder. You know, Herbie, Jason, and I've been talking with a lot of folks. Whether it's in the healthcare field, whether telemedicine, telehealth is going to really catch on because we're all going to be, or at least certainly in these major cities where we're seeing the virus the most, you know, going to be in this situation for some time, and that things that we might have thought twice about, like telehealth or, you know, working out from home, all of a sudden it's going to become more of a way of life. And I'm just curious, how much of it do you think that really sticks around kind of after we get over the virus?
0: Look, the the trends were already there for Connected Home Fitness, and we, we were looking at, you know, pretty strong growth numbers for this year and next year for Mixed Fitness. But, The what's going to happen here is similar to what you saw, I think, with, like, the sharing economy prior to 2008. You know, brands like, you know, Uber and Airbnb, they existed, and there was definitely a problem they were solving, and there was a need there, and they had strong, bullish growth projections. But then when the crash, you know, the the Great Recession hit, it was like, wait a minute, you know, it it accelerated their growth. It didn't stunt their growth because it was a more affordable, practical solution for that post-Great Recession world. The same thing here with fitness, this, this post-coronavirus world that, that we're in right now for the next year in some form or, or another. Um, and then long after that, it's just going to accelerate the trends that were already there. And there's going to be winners and losers in there. And, 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 and there's a lot of also similarities to play with um, e-commerce and brick-and-mortar retail you know this, the phrase omni channel is probably going to apply to gyms as well right for how they offer at home and in in the gym solutions that kind of bridge help people bridge going back
1: and forth Right. So Herbie, I got to ask you about sort of running your business at a time like this, because and and you and I have also talked about this, this notion of amid all of this, obviously, you're very focused on your customers, but you also have to be focused on your own employees, how you put the product together, how you source it, all of those things. Tell us a little bit about uh, what you're seeing there.
0: Yeah, I mean, mean, everything's been touched by this. I mean, it started back in January for us when, when, you know, coronavirus hit in China with supply chains and and what happened there. And it hit at a a very inopportune time for the world as far as it happening during Chinese New Year when all the employees were at their homes. You know, gradually they've come back online. Most of the factories are back at like 83, 84 percent capacity. Um, But now logistics is a mess because there's less air cargo. There's less transportation. Um, trying to meet this surge in demand, I'm sure we're not the only ones struggling with this, um, is become difficult. You know, the factories are back, but now we've got to get the goods here. Um, and that's from, you know, various partners and factories we have all around the world. It's not just in China. It's just less air travel happening everywhere right now. And then when it comes down to local, you know, taking care of the people here in Connecticut and New York, uh, we're based in Greenwich Connecticut it's it you know we made the call two weeks ago um, you know like that's it let's put production on hiatus make everybody safe um, from that perspective everybody's you know production on hiatus we're working from home from the from the front office so to speak um, and preparing I mean we're we're a startup so we're still doing a, a ton of work preparing for the you know second half of the year and next year um, but going further to take care of those people you know a lot of the fitness industry is part-time contractors trainers and coaches you know how can we do our best to take care of them and even our, our production staff itself you know different cameramen and different producers and people that are involved with the business in that way we're trying to find a lot of meaningful work for them to do during the hiatus partially for economics but also partially for their own sanity and to keep them engaged with the business and the brand and from a business standpoint, it is you know, despite the environment, it's a growth story for us here. So it 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 gives them optimism as well for for when the dust settles on all this and we come out of it that that they have a strong business to come back to.
2: Hey, Herbie, what's involved too though with keeping in an environment like we are today, keeping your instructors safe safe as well? That's got to be. I mean, a we're trying to give issue. them as
0: much guidance as mm-hmm. we possibly can. on, you know, obviously, everything De Blasio was just saying now, everything the CDC is saying, please continue to follow that you know, keep the distancing so that when we're ready to come back, you can come back and you're not going to put anybody else at risk. Um, You know, we're we're doing some remote, like, you know, Instagram takeovers, having them engage and trying to take over our Instagram for different days of the week. Um, We put up a Zoom, um, you know, not a Zoom, uh, YouTube workout series. Our mobile app is out, but it's not streaming content yet. It's going to begin streaming content at the end of May and June. So we can just provide our content through the mobile app to the public. So we put up some free workout programs on YouTube, and the coaches have been helping promote that as well.
1: And what do you, what sense do you get, Herbie, about sort of new companies starting in this space? Because again, and this is something you visited with us about before this mega trend that you talked about uh, earlier on in our conversation. You know, are there new companies that that will be formed out of this? I mean, what what's the overall kind of vibe, or are people just in hunker down mode right now?
0: Oh, I, I mean, within the last, I mean, I think there, there was a trend towards that already. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you're going to see more money going to the in-home connected space. I mean, you know, there's a, the capital that's been raised in this space has been tremendous in the last year. Uh, between Mirror, NordicTrack, ourselves, you know, Peloton's IPO, obviously, it's held up. Um, so it, there, there is money flowing in there. I think you're going to see that accelerate. And you're going to see some of the legacy brands, so to speak, um, from the brick-and-mortar space kind of expand into it a little more aggressively. Equinox, and their, and their you know family of, of companies is, is doing that as well. They're probably a little slower than they wish because mm-hmm. if they could have been out already with Varus and, um, and they're offering for SoulCycle at the high end. Um, they'd be in a great, position right now. So they're, 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 they are they're have a good digital offering out there with their, their blog and some of the content that they do, but they could have been in a much better position had they been in market already.
2: Hey, Herbie, you understand this world, the fitness world. Jason and I, as you know, we both like it. We talk about it a lot. What kind of fallout do you think there will be as a result of the virus in terms of some of the You know, individual workout places. There's a lot of boutique fitness out there. Um, Do you anticipate, like we're watching the restaurant industry, that you know it's a hard business to begin with, but you throw something like this on top of it, uh, makes it so much more difficult. But I'm just curious, do you anticipate that there will be, unfortunately, a fair amount of fallout because of the
0: virus? I think so. I think there's going to be a natural contraction there again, and, and and for different reasons, but not unlike. Retail, e-commerce, and the impact it had there. Even a 10%, 12% contraction with brick-and-mortar retail is catastrophic. It's been catastrophic for them. Um, and so I think you'll see that here. And that, coupled with how which brands and which companies react best um, to it. So, like Nordstrom in the retail world, you know, has done a great job of merging their online business, their you know, pickup in-store, 40% of their sales, I think, are come from online. Um, you know, and then some others haven't, you know, whether it's J.C. Penney or Sears, you know, you, you know, that's fallen out. So the, that, that contraction has happened with the players that haven't adapted. Um, so I think you're going to see a little more of that. Um, you're going to see that, you know, starting to happen in fitness. And it'll, be, it'll take a little time, but it, it, it will happen.
1: So, Herbie, what have you, you know, aside from coronavirus and having to deal with all of the aftermath of that, you know, since launch, what have you learned about the the customer and what they want? I mean, this is a quickly evolving space. You mentioned Peloton, which obviously was early to to this and sort of paving the way. But what are you learning about your customer and delivery or content? Uh, What's top of mind?
0: You know, the biggest thing I would say, I mean – We've been ecstatic since the first consumers started to to sign on. Has been they love our content, hmm. they love our coaches, they love the way we're building this. We built, we deliberately built it, you know, as to be different than Peloton. We're going after a different consumer, and all of that. You know, you can test it, you can have focus groups, you could do research, <laughs> but until consumers are in the home using it and you start getting the response back from them. Of you know the retention rates the engagement is strong you know number of workouts per week I mean we look at the public information for Peloton and we're like right up there with them um, our consumers love the product the end result of the product itself for them that means we've done a number of things in, in developing it we've targeted the right consumers we're reaching them with the right offering the right message they're buying it our customer acquisition cost is very reasonable for this stage of where mm-hmm. we are um, and then when they get it in the home, they love it. You know, the biggest challenge has been logistics and fulfilling the orders. It's just, I mean, if you look in our social media, it's like all the positive comments are positive raves about the product. The negative comments are all related to logistics and supply yeah. chain and delays and delivery. All right.
1: Carol?
2: Well, I was just going to say, you know, one last question maybe, you know, Herbie, is what's next in fitness? What are the interesting trends that uh, you're seeing that you think um, maybe a lot of attention isn't being paid to yet, but is coming.
0: I think it's a little bit of what I was just kind of alluding to where this omni-channel concept of in the the community that you get in person with people combined with the community you get digitally and the convenience of having something really good at home. Um, I think that's something that is is going to be evolving and coming soon and you might see some vertical integration of you know a gym chain buying one of these startups Um, you know Hmm. a a tonal, a mixed fitness (laughs) Right Um, you know, that, that's. You want to tell us something, Herbie? Yeah. Is there something? <laughs> no, you know? not, no, we're too early. It's just to do
2: the that. three of us. You could exactly. just share yeah. it with yeah. us.
1: Just a million two of your <laughs> closest friends. <laughs> Feels very intimate. It's very intimate <laughs> medium. All right. Herbie Calvis, always great to catch up with you. Wish we were hanging out in studio and could go have a beer after this, but, you know, next time. Stay well. In the meantime, you and your family up there in Katona, New York. That's Herbie Calvis. He is the president of Mixed Fitness, right in the center yeah. of really one of the as we said, sort of one of the mega trends here. And as we look across, you know, some of the companies, because there are companies that ultimately will benefit from this topsy turvy time, the at home fitness market certainly is one of them, Carol.
2: Yeah, no doubt about it.